Life is full of what ifs. Some awesome, like what if AI could fold your laundry? And some, well, less awesome, like what if you have unexpected medical costs? United Healthcare can help get you covered with Health Protector Guard fixed indemnity insurance plans. They supplement your primary plan to help you manage out of pocket costs. No deductibles, no enrollment periods, and especially no more what ifs. Visit uh1.com to find the Health Protector Guard plan for you. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Many of us have those stubborn pounds that seem impossible to lose, no matter how good we eat or how hard we work out. My solution is Plush Care. Plush Care is a leading telehealth provider with doctors who are there for you day and night to partner with you in your weight loss journey. They can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wagovi and Zepbound for those who qualify. Plus, they accept most insurance plans. To get started, visit plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. Hello, everyone, and welcome to Glamotate, okay? Do not adjust your settings or your iPhones. I'm not your usual host. I'm afraid our editor-in-chief, very glamorous Joe Elvin, is not here today. So I'm um, James Williams, the deputy editor. And I'm stepping into her Manolo's, <laughs> quite literally, <laughs> for one week and one week only. I am ably assisted by Glamour's very own entertainment director, Helen Whitaker. Hello. Hello, Hellbob. Hi. Hi. This is weird. It's our first time together. I know. Normally, we, we used to sit next to each other. We don't anymore. Yeah, and no. we never speak. Yeah, but we, we consciously uncoupled. <laughs> We're back for one week only on the podcast. Yes. But also, if that wasn't exciting enough, we are joined by... Golden Globe winning, sort of, you know, actress extraordinaire, the lovely Joanne Froggart. Hello. Hello, Joe. Hello, thanks for having but me. But we can call you Joe because. You can call me Joe. We go way back. Please do. We're like yes. best friends yeah, now. Yeah, absolutely. At least 20 minutes. Now, it's I lovely mean, to see you, Joe. Lovely to see you too. Uh, obviously, you know, you're a friend of Glamour. You're a Glamour Women of the Year, former Glamour I Women know, of the Year. No, that was um, lovely. Oh, so it's nice to see you. But you are back with a bang. You're currently, you know, dazzling us again on TV. Tell us a bit about your new show, Liar. Yes, so um, Liar starts on the 11th of September. So I think uh, as we're airing this, uh, we'll be about to watch um, episode two the following week. And it's basically a sort of, you know, edge of your seat thriller um, based around two characters, my character, Laura Nielsen and Johan Griffith's character. Um, Very good pronunciation there of Johan's name. As a Welsh person, I can vouch for the excellent pronunciation of Johan Griffith. Thank you, James. um, Yes, I'd be, um, I feel like he'd... You'd be in trouble if you got that wrong. I'd be in trouble if I got that wrong after working with him for four, five months. Um, Yeah, so uh, Johan plays a character called Andrew Earlham and our characters meet and um, go out on a date and uh, the events that happen that evening have sort of far-reaching consequences for both characters and everybody around them. And um, as the title would suggest, um, it's both both characters are trying to prove that their story is the truth. Ah. Oh, unreliable narrators. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Already hooked. I'm so, yeah, so it's, um, you know, Liar is obviously the theme of the show and all of the characters surrounded, you know, surrounding Andrew and Laura are also embroiled in 
a lie of some sort, um, whether it's their own or somebody else's, um, whether they know about it or not. Yeah. So, yeah, so it makes for a really twisty, turny, you know, really, you know, really great thriller. Absolutely. And let's be honest, you're in the broad church slot, right? You're like, Monday night. It's yeah. become that, you know. So, um, I mean, yeah, you, you, is it ever weird? Obviously, you've come from Downton Abbey, but, you know, you are literally bang on primetime you know, TV. Do you get recognised all the time? Um, not all the time. Sometimes. Um, I get a lot of people kind of saying, oh, how's your sister? And <laughs> do you remember when we, um, oh, do you used to go to such and such a school? Oh, and one of those, I've got I've one got, of those faces yeah. too. So they Everyone think thinks they... I'm their friend of the friend. Yeah. Like, oh. yeah. And I'm like, oh, uh, no, no, I didn't. And I know never, it's always a little bit awkward. I'm never quite sure what to say. Oh, oh you... you know, people do come and speak to me, speak to me about work, but. 99.9% of the time, people are lovely. And yeah. I'm always happy to have a conversation or say hello or, you but, know. It, but you can pretty much fly under the radar when you want to. Yeah, I mean, to be honest, I think it's your attitude about it as well. I mean, I think if you start going, oh my goodness, this is so hard, people, you know, then it's going to be hard. And, and also, you know, if nobody watches what you do, you haven't got a job. So you can't be too precious about these things. And no. I just see it as, as part of my job. And if people are nice and excited about what you've done, it's a lovely feeling that somebody gives you some good feedback. So it's a it's an overwhelmingly positive thing when I do you know when people do come and speak to me. So um, yeah, but I just get on with my business. I go on the tube. I do everything you know that I would if I if I had a different career that wasn't sort of as in the spotlight, if you like. Yeah. And on that note of everyone being excited, we have to ask you about the Downton oh. movie. Do you ever get bored uh, of being asked about this? I mean, if I'm honest, yes, kind of a little bit. <laughs> Well, we're going to be basic bitches and Surely. ask you as well, I'm afraid. No, it's fine. No, I don't get bored of, of, of people asking me, but I do sort of get bored with my own answer, which is I have no idea. Yeah. So I'd love to have some more information to tell people and be a bit more interesting about it. So but, I'm, I just bore myself with the, saying yeah. the same thing. Because no one knows. But I guess it is true, isn't it? When you've got that level of like a cast and that yes. ensemble and all variable diaries, I mean, yeah. it is a scheduling nightmare. I mean, we know from organising things like photo shoots and Glamour Women of the Year Awards, for example, you know, you're at the mercy of so many diaries and schedules it's, it's just a nightmare so absolutely we'd all we, want it to happen but it's whether or not we could ever make it happen I guess yeah and then I think there was a window but for whatever reason it didn't come together there was a window for the cast and you know we were all sort of keen to do it and for other reasons it didn't come together at that time and then you get into that same um you know dilemma again there's you know we started with 22 main cast I think we oh now have 20, 27 <laughs> or something um and you know when we're all out of contract is to try and get yeah. 27 people who yeah. are actors but whose lifestyle is Joe completely... make all my dreams come true and tell me there's a Downton Ab Abbey WhatsApp group um well <laughs> there isn't a WhatsApp group but we do have an email chain do and we you? have had a couple of little private reunion dinners and we may be having another one at some point as well oh soon. my god but I won't be telling you where it no is. oh that's, that's a shame <laughs> but yeah no, we do. We all keep in touch. You know, it was an amazing, um, it was it an amazing time. It was amazing, an amazing experience, and um, a lovely bunch of people to share it with. And um, yeah, we we you know spent six years of our lives working together, as you guys know. Yeah, you can't help but. You know, you make some of your best friends. You make some of your best friends do work, don't you? Ultimately, yeah, yeah, absolutely. Because it's you know they're often the people you're spending most of your time with, even more than your family at times. So I call my husband by James's name sometimes. <laughs> do you, how does he find that? Is, He's is he fine okay with it. With it? I yeah. mean, to be honest, I'm usually 
talking so much nonsense about my... He says, <laughs> I tell him the minutiae of my day in so much detail that he probably is glad that I have someone else to tell the yeah. minutiae of my home life to so he doesn't have to get the whole brother. The everything. best thing was we used to work with a girl called Corrie whose husband was actually called James. And okay. at one point, me and her real-life husband actually, uh, the worlds collided because he worked in the city and never was, you know, always working crazy hours. So we hung out more than her actual husband did. And at one point, we were both together and she turned, she said, oh, James. And she went, oh, no, the other James. She went, oh, no, James number one. And she pointed at me. <laughs> So her oh, actual word. husband was James number two. Anyway, if you're listening, Corey, I love you. Um, anyway, and we've also got to talk quickly about Mary Shelley. Yes. A very exciting movie, which just sort of premiered at Toronto. Tell us a bit about that. Yeah, just premiered at Toronto. Um, Mary Shelley is, as you would guess... Yeah, t- what's that about, about, Joe? I mean, who's that about? Um, the, the wonderful Elle Fanning plays Mary Shelley with a rather brilliant um, British accent, I have to say. Her accent was incredible. Because there's nothing more awkward than an American doing a bad British accent, Oh, my is goodness, there? she was perfect. And, um, and Douglas Booth plays Percy Shelley and Belle Powley uh, plays Mary's um, stepsister, who's actually, Belle Powley plays my daughter. But yes. I would like to just state that Belle's <laughs> character is 15, okay? So when Belle and I went out for a drink at the weekends, when we, were, when we all went out for a drink when we were away filming, I just kept looking at Belle going, I don't understand, I'm 10 years older than you. I'm only 10 years older than you. I'm playing your mum. She's like, Joe, I'm playing 15. Yeah. Remember, I'm yeah. playing 15. It's okay. I'm, I'm like, sorry. Okay, Thanks, Belle. I'm having a I totally get your you. need to clarify that. My <laughs> ego is already going, excuse me, yes, I'm, I'm reading a lot all day in this role. Yeah. You know? So I'm basically um, I'm Mary Shelley's horrible stepmother. Ah. So Elle's horrible stepmother. That yeah. sounds so like it's fun a to really, It was a really fun part. It was, um, I just, I did 10 days on the shoot, I think. And we filmed um, my bits in Luxembourg. Ooh. And everyone had already been shooting for two weeks. So it's always one of those things where you kind of go, oh, is everyone going to be nice? Is it going to be a bit cliquey? Which we'll talk about oh, next. Oh, yeah, it's coming to um, Which isn't necessarily a bad thing. And um, and uh, everyone was just so lovely. I knew a couple of the crew already. And I just got on with everyone so well and just had an absolute ball. I just loved it. Um, and... Yeah, it was just such a nice group. And I know people say this all the time. It sounds really boring, doesn't it? But it was such a lovely group of people. Um, so it was just really fun. And it was a really fun character because she's a bit mean. and yeah. you know, She's like the classic wicked stepmother. Yeah, really, isn't she? she is a little bit. You yeah. know, um, hopefully I bring a bit of light and shade to her as well. But she is, you know. And I, I kind of thought, oh, it was kind of fun to play. Yeah. And I guess that's the thing. Cause, you know, I guess on Downton, for example, how much of your year was spent on Downton? Was it literally like the majority of your year was spent filming yeah well we filmed each season by well the first season was a little bit shorter i think we filmed for four months or four and a half um and then as they extended the the episodes um and then we did a a, a christmas special as well we basically filmed for six months of the year but actually it was quite an easy schedule because there were so many main cast that you know we wouldn't all be in all the time so in terms of a filming schedule it's probably the easiest i've ever done I guess, obviously, I always think for an actor, it's it's kind of the dream, isn't it, to have that banker. You've got, like, that six months, you've got a regular gig, and then you can go have fun the other six months. Yeah. Um, but is there a possibility or any scope for, like, Liar to season two? Or are we waiting to see how it goes? Well, is it left the, is the door left open? Yeah, how? I mean, basically, Liar definitely has a... Um, definitely comes to a conclusion and a very satisfying conclusion mm-hmm. in these six episodes. But as Jack and Harry uh, Williams are writers, who people will know from writing The Missing and you know, other amazing things. They, ne- never heard of it, no. Uh, yeah, what? that, that bit, show. Bit that, rubbish and no one ever watches. Yeah, oh, exactly, yeah. So um, they have, so there is an offshoot 
from this story that if they wanted to do one more ah. like sort of six part series they could but it would never be more than that yeah. you know it wouldn't be on, ongoing ongoing because you couldn't take there's only so far you can take these characters in yeah. this heightened situation leave them wanting more yeah Joe. absolutely so we'll see we'll exactly. see how it goes down oh, yeah. great well absolutely well, I'm talking about things going down are you really now to talk about some very important shit that I'm really <laughs> really excited about talking about some very important shit let's go for it <laughs> Right then, hello again, Joe Foggett and uh, Helen Whitaker. Hi. Now, first up today, are in our very uh, sort of, you know, uh, d- deep and uh, meaningful topics, we are going to be talking about if it's really okay to get really wound up by inconsequential stuff. So let's, come on, let's get real here. What's the thing that is really random that really gets under your skin? Losing stuff. I don't think it's okay to do it, no. but I do it. That's but, the so problem. You, hang on, you, so <laughs> yeah. you, you get wound up by you losing stuff or people losing stuff? Me losing stuff, because mm. I like to think of myself as someone who never loses things. <laughs> and then I lose things and I'm like, oh, I'm literally even thinking about it now. Did you t- but then do you talk to yourself? Because I'm now genuinely concerned that I've turned into my dad. Where I literally, <laughs> I, instead of having an internal monologue, I'm actually saying things out loud. And people must just think I'm this crazy man that Jesus is talking to I myself. I do that, though. I find myself doing that in the supermarket and stuff. I'm like, oh, for goodness sake, yeah. where have they moved that? <laughs> I'm like, oh my goodness, it's happening already. I'm turning into one of those. Yeah, you're narrating your own crazy. shop. <laughs> but um, yeah, I don't know, because I, I get, I mean, we all get annoyed about inconsequential things, don't we? We're human beings, it happens to us all. But I get annoyed about people getting annoyed about inconsequential <laughs> You've gone very meta so, now. I know, I do. So, you know, like, if I'm seeing somebody, you know, if someone gets road rage, you know, really, oh. really yeah. angry. People I'm who use like, their horns. Guys, life is too short, like... Just let it go. like. But people who use their car horns, like I said, there's a special place in hell for people who use their car horns. Because where we work in our office, there's yeah. always some wanker literally <laughs> yeah. hitting them. And don't we all sit there going, shut up. <laughs> I, if there's anything more annoying, it's somebody using a car horn. Despite, yeah. well, you know, it's mad. But um, And I do get a little bit, I do get a little bit sort of, Aggravated with people who sit in the middle lane on the motorway. Oh God, that oh. is really. And annoying. don't use the lanes. I'm so and I'm like, there. for goodness sake, you're supposed to move over. You're, you're supposed not to overtake anyone. And so I do get annoyed about inconsequential yeah. stuff. Yeah. I'm like, oh for goodness sake, and now I've got to go to the outside to overtake you, and you should be on the inside. And but anyway, because yeah, I was going to say, what <laughs> nothing winds me up more than slow walkers. Like, oh yeah, yeah. But do you think this is all tying into we're just becoming really impatient people? Well, I do, and I do think that's. A, a, you know, I mean, I'm quite, I'm naturally quite an impatient person as well, but I don't take it out on other people. Right. You know, I mean, yeah. I'm sure I have at some point in my life. I'm not perfect. <laughs> None of us are, but no. I don't, you know, I make it a point of kind of going, okay, it's me that's in a rush. It's not everybody else. Don't be, yeah. you know, sort of put my sort of energy onto everyone else and expect everyone to know that I've got to be somewhere. Yeah. And that annoys me when people do that. Yeah. But yeah. I think it's that thing that when you're fine and you're not annoyed about something and there's someone flapping around about something See, they're that pissed off me with. Mad, so that's the thing. Something, and you're like, yeah. hey man, just chill. Yeah. It's fine. But, but also, you're the one that's annoyed, <laughs> it's fine. But also, yeah, exactly. let's be honest, nothing is guaranteed to wind you up more than someone telling you, chill out, man. Oh, God, I know. Yeah. You're like, yeah. Is that? Let your face yeah. goes red. Your veins start bulging. What's 
even more annoying is when you get these those people like say that you've never met you're walking down the street and I must have my resting face must be really <laughs> miserable because I'm always getting people saying this to me they're like cheer up love might never happen I'm oh. like how do you know it hasn't already happened I know you, or how do you know like and actually I'm in a really good mood yeah. thanks and like, I know, why do I, I look like really miserable mate this is my face yeah I'm like it's my birthday I've just had a great day do I, I look that sad I don't know what's going on you know, I know. that annoys me it is I'm trying to think of anything else that really pisses me off I mean to be honest I, I'm with you though I think I'm not that I'm trying to sound all zen like but I, I, you know, I try to not even if I do catch myself getting really wound up by Sir Walkers I try to internalise it and go this yeah. is your issue they yes, are tourists a, they're not familiar issue, with not London exactly. exactly deep breaths but um, one thing I do get really annoyed about though is people being rude yeah. but I don't think that's inconsequential because I just I, I think that's wrong so I get really annoyed when people are rude so what or, kind of rudeness do you mean like People not, not giving up seats or chivalry. No, or... I mean people being like aggressively rude. You right. know, like or if you go, if you get served in a shop and the person doesn't, the person in, behind the counter doesn't look at you or speak to you or say how much it is or yeah. say thank you or you know like the basics of well yeah that stuff just like manners. that. I'm just yeah, manners. manners. But you, it doesn't but, cost anything to be. But nice. do you think manners because of maybe social media and people aren't socialising the same way are manners going out of fashion because I, I went for example the other day to join a new gym and I, I cycled you know to the gym specifically to get my new membership card yeah. and I turned up and I asked for it and they're oh we're out, we're out of membership cards and it wasn't like, like I'm really, really sorry we're out of membership cards <laughs> yeah. and then it suddenly weirdly became my fault that I turned up to, and I was a bit like am I going and mad also here? you're paying for the privilege to be spoken yeah. to you like that that's that the other thing me. yeah <laughs> like bad service in a restaurant this is an interesting one because obviously it's become quite a new phenomenon now isn't it to call out people especially on social media when you get bad yeah. services in restaurant bad yeah. service in restaurant I personally think sorry it's, it's your a public service if you're giving bad service you should be allowed to be called out on it and it, essentially yeah. things like Twitter are customer it's you know. different for like I guess someone like me who's you know sort of more in the public eye for yeah. a better expression because then you're kind of putting that out there to so many people I feel that would be kind of unfair yeah. if I started to go you know what I hated this souffle I had or whatever <laughs> but, do you know what I mean? there's that nothing worse rubbish. than a disappointing souffle <laughs> exactly <laughs> I mean my goodness but um, but then but yeah exactly you know, the, the amazing thing about social media is that it, it gives us all a platform like yeah. for people across the world that have never met to be able to discuss things and talk about True. things or get very angry about their deflated souffles you know, people misuse it as yeah. well but yeah you know Yeah. so basically to wrap this one up People need to chill the fuck out and not get... <laughs> just take a chill just pill, chill man. chill out, people, because nothing's going to make you chill out more than me telling you just to chill out. <laughs> We've just annoyed so many people now. I'm so sorry. Jewelry isn't a gift you give just once. It's a way to remind your loved one of a beautiful moment every time they see it. Blue Nile can help you find the gift that says how you feel and says it beautifully with expert guidance and a wide assortment of jewelry of the highest quality at the best price. Go to BlueNile.com and experience the convenience of shopping Blue Nile, the original online jeweler since 1999. That's BlueNile.com to find the perfect jewelry gift for any occasion. BlueNile.com. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com people today.
Hey, it's Ryan Reynolds, and I'm here with Keith, co-star of my upcoming film, If, only in theaters May 17th. Do you want to tell people the big news? All right, I'll do it. Sign up now and you'll get unlimited for $15 a month in six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan on us. Mintmobile.com slash switch. Upfront payment of $45 equivalent to $15 per month. Unlimited over 40 gigabytes per month. Face lower speeds. Videos at 480p. Active Mint customers by 531.24 get six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan. Auto renews after six months. Offer ends May 31st, 2024. Separate Paramount Plus registration required. Terms and conditions apply if rated PG. Is it okay to enjoy vegan food but not truly embrace the vegan lifestyle i mean this is a very la subject we're hitting on here right? i mean you, joe you spend a, a bit of time in la where, yeah. where do you stand on this whole vegan thing um well i am i am um the prime example of this because i love vegan food and i there's a couple of restaurants that i go to in la um one that's like my favorite lunch place cafe gratitude and it's vegan oh, food yeah, but they... it just tastes so good and i feel like i've had a really healthy i feel like i've really done something good for <laughs> myself cleansed, i'm like just... a cleanse when i've gone and stuffed my face with loads of vegan food like cashew cheese yeah exactly i'm like oh it's fine it's vegan it's okay it doesn't matter that there's thousand calories in one tiny bite but um yeah so i'm you know i just but i just like it and i think you know there's a lot there's a lot of good you know sort of good health benefits and proven health benefits about a vegan lifestyle but i i couldn't be vegan all the time. No, is it because you like meat? Is well, it... I do. I like. Yeah. I like meat. I, I don't eat red. A lot of red meat, but I eat a lot of chicken, a lot of fish. I mean, um, that's my thing about it. I mean, I, I'll be honest. If I'm, if I invited you to dinner and you said to me, "Oh, my husband's a vegan," there would be not enough eye roll emojis in the world <laughs> okay, for really? what I'd have You'd to do. Like, oh I'm god, like, oh, god really? <laughs> so you know, but, but please, vegans of the world, do not hate me for saying this. But you, you know, it's difficult, right? Because my thing is, I think vegan is great. There are obviously enormous health benefits. Um, I've seen, you know, I know some personal trainers, and this is the idea that you have to eat loads of protein and loads of meat, and I've seen lots of vegan trainers who look incredible. So there's clearly huge benefits. But for me, I just think it must be just so difficult. But I guess it's, it's becoming easier, I think. There are, I guess, more and more options out there, especially in places like LA, for example. And I feel like yeah, the UK or is... Yeah, London or any big city. The UK is catching you know, up, I it's think. It's definitely... Um, and th- I think that's... I mean, I just, you know, I love my food, and I love... Um, I don't eat cow's milk, really, but I like... I love goat's milk and I, was, I eat weird things <laughs> so I mean there's you know that I am uh, but I do like I like to sort of prepare some vegan food and stuff at home occasionally not that are I'm you a very good, I'm no I are you a good cook my husband's gonna laugh his head off when he hears that he's like <laughs> you prepare food do you when do you do that but that's just like rice <laughs> yeah rice is vegan True. <laughs> absolutely yeah. Uh, yeah I mean where, where are you on this one Hellbob? well you know me James uh <laughs> I was in LA recently and I went to a very good vegan Mexican <laughs> restaurant. Which is sister restaurant. Oh, yes, yeah. that's so ridiculous. But sorry, when sister restaurant. Sister restaurant of, yeah, of Cafe, Cafe Gratitude, Gratitude. And actually, the person I went with told me about Cafe Gratitude beforehand <laughs> and said, it's great, it's this vegan food. I was like, oh, hooray. Um, that sounds really interesting. And then they said, when you sit down to order, you have to say something you're grateful for. Oh, yeah. I, I, and I, and literally Again, at that awkward. point, I went, I'm not going. I roll yeah. emoji. <laughs> I roll emoji. You, you don't, they don't make you do that. No. Though. no. But, but then but also she said, this place well. does not make you do that either. So then once again, I was back in the room. Yeah. I was back yeah. in the zone. And the food was amazing. But I think uh, for ease and 
my own tastes, I would not be able to give up yeah. cheese it's meat. It's purely yeah. a personal Permanently. preference, isn't it? You can't, you know, everyone's got their own But I do totally agree that you should eat less, less meat, meat for the environment and for your own health. Meat-free yeah. Monday. It's a big thing now, oh, isn't really? it? Yeah, apparently meat-free Monday. We should all try to, just for the environment, isn't it? Just Good eating, yeah. Yeah, I haven't seen, because um, the Cowspiracy is that documentary, Ooh, isn't it? Yeah. Is that right? I haven't actually seen it, but I know a, f- a few of my friends have turned uh, vegetarian after watching that documentary. Oh, really? But because mm. of the effects on the environment. Yeah. Yeah. mainly you know. cow's dairy actually going back to what you're talking about that's quite interesting cow's dairy is getting a lot of bad press at the moment yes isn't it? and that's the other thing yeah. i'm feeling increasingly uncomfortable about well i'm not being methods, sort of so. i know i'm being like kind of like i have like sinus problems very interesting i'm um, <laughs> really sexy yeah, joe really sexy i mean my goodness i mean let me tell you about my sinus problems guys no um so that's why i stopped you know having you can't hear it out. on the podcast by the way you're, you're clear as a whistle do i sound, do I sound really <laughs> Sinusy sexy? No. <laughs> so um, that's why I stopped, you know, stopped having it. But um, but yeah, I think you know, there's. I do think there's a, just a lot of crap in our food. Yeah. That, you know, I'm a big believer in trying to. I mean, don't get me wrong. We all want a pizza now and again. Yeah. And we all want to, you know. There's a fine balance, though, isn't there? I think I genuinely think this is the thing. You know, I, I think James Dygan, the the trader, once said something hilarious about you know, like um, a slap in the face is wheat free. It doesn't mean it's good for you. Yeah, exactly. Do you know what I mean? I think yeah. there does seem to be this, and it's quite funny what you were saying about oh, it's vegan, so it's good for me, yeah, even exactly. though it could be loaded. So I think you just have to take everything slightly <laughs> with a pinch of salt. But yeah, is that South Park episode? I don't know if anyone's seen it. Where he's like, it's all right, it's gluten free. <laughs> it's just like it's fine, it's gluten free. <laughs> I'm like, oh god, that's me. Yeah, I sound like a rock. Well, it is. You go to the supermarket and it's just a biscuits, cakes, yeah. all gluten free. Going, yeah, it's still biscuits and cake. Exactly, yeah, yeah. exactly, and it's still got loads of rubbish in it. Yeah. as well, some of it. Some yeah, of it, no. But uh, okay, so in summary, if you're out there embracing the vegan lifestyle, good for you. I wish I had your actually because it, it, for me it's about being very disciplined. I yeah, think, that's and, the other and the prep planning. Yeah, so yeah, um, I'm just not. Um, I'm just not organised. I'm not grown up enough to deal with a vegan lifestyle full time, but I can dip. <laughs> I can dip in and out. Yes. Sorry, I'm a fair weather vegan. Amen. Right, well, me too. <laughs> I'm enjoying the fact that I feel like um, some purveyors of sinus relief <laughs> yes. are going to be on at your agent you, to get you to do you voiceover are, for the You adverts. are going to be the Absolutely. face of some sinus I mean, relief. I'm, I'm all better now, everyone, just in case anyone's concerned. <laughs> If you're enjoying this episode of Hey It's Okay, uh, we are thrilled to have you here. Uh, and we do love uh, having all your reviews uh, uh, on iTunes. Please do keep uh, sending them in. And please, if you haven't subscribed already, do make sure you do that so you don't miss any episodes at all. But anyway, as we often do, we read out a review once a week and we send a little prize. Uh, and so this week, we've got the lovely Charlotte 2301. Not your baptismal name, I'm assuming. But uh, uh, anyway, Charlotte, you sent us a lovely review. It says, I love listening to the podcast and find it great company when I'm cooking or commuting. Recently, I've gone through a breakup oh i'm sorry charlotte um and this has been a real pick-me-up doing those down and lonely moments so thank you charlotte Aww. he's a douchebag uh i hope you're feeling better anyway and uh if you're not feeling better already we're going to send you a little bit of a prize so um do send us your details to uh what's the address cat i can never remember the, the <laughs> editor at glamour need to work on that jingle i know thank you ladies we're in the home straight now. Right. One more topic to go. It's getting a bit heated in here, so let's take it home. We've all taken our coats off. That's it, I know. <laughs> and, this is, and this is actually now a very appropriate topic, because I feel like we've really bonded. Yes. So, Joe, Helen, is it okay to have a clique? 
I think yes, but I think the word clique has negative connotations. It's not all right to be mean girls. No. And it's not okay to say you're not coming in our clique, or, <laughs> you know, all of that stuff. And it's not okay for all of that. But I think everybody needs a clique. We all need, like, I have um, a group of girlfriends that I've known for over, I'm not going to say how long, <laughs> over 20 years, let's put it like that. And they are like my family, they're like my sisters, I love them all so much and um, we've all had very different lives and been to different places and always sort of come back together again and I don't know what I'd do without my girls. Yeah, I mean you're, you're right actually, it's, it's, it's that word, and it's not just clique, it's clicky isn't it? It's, like, yeah. it's because, well, oh you're, you're a bit clicky. But uh, you need to be a friendly clique. Yeah, because well, yeah, otherwise it's like Serena and Blair XOXO. Yeah, you it? can't sit with us. Yeah, yeah, no, you don't want to be that person no. ever. But it's good to have your little, you know, your... But I guess it, it is funny though, isn't it? Because I guess when you start meeting new people, it is intimidating, isn't it? Because you, you just, you can sense that incredible bond sometimes. You'll go into a setting or a dinner party and you just think, oh God. And, it, it, you know, it's, it's an easy way, I think, often to sort of talk yourself out of making the effort. Because you go, oh, they're cliquey, so they, they weren't very welcoming. In, in fact, it's more your insecurities playing. Well, it can be both ways, can't it? Yeah. And if you're the one that's sort of at a party or something, which... Um, often happens in my industry they're like come to this party but you have to come on your own you're like oh great that sounds really fun thanks yeah. <laughs> I'd love to come and then you sort of walk in and be a bit like oh god this is so awkward and there's a group of people there and shall I just like stand nearby and hope that somebody includes me in conversation oh god those industry parties make do. me tense often they do you know yeah. and like I think um, but you sometimes know, like nice... how it starts because I remember when I first started my career in magazines a mere Two years ago, no, <laughs> uh, a long time ago. And there was, they used to send me to cover parties for the magazine oh. and I used to have to report back and do all that sort of thing. But again, it was like, it's just you by yourself. But that then must be I, awkward. Well, it yeah. is, but then there would be the assistant from Marie Claire there and there'd be the assistant from somewhere else there. And then we all found each other because we were all these parties. And now I would say we're a clique and we have our own WhatsApp group and we're all really good friends. <laughs> yeah. And that started from basically being little loners having to report exactly. on parties for magazines. Exactly. And I found, you know, I found my, other, like newer cliques and stuff in different places from being exactly in that situation sort of um I met a lovely friend at Coachella this year who we were just like we just bonded because we were both like oh everyone's like taking lots of Instagram pictures of themselves <laughs> and is really really worried about how they look and we really just don't care because how do they look like, like that in the desert because like, I've been to Coachella and I never look like that yeah. my sweat sheen would never have come out in any filter yeah. Exactly. So we started our own clique of kind of going, you know what, we're not going to buy into this. We're just going to have a great time. And we became firm friends. So you can, you know, you can definitely, you just find, you find your people, yeah. don't you, wherever you are. But exactly. I guess the thing is as well, I, I think what happens is when you know people so well, and you, you know, you know them inside out, you have that shorthand, don't you? You have yeah. the, you have, I hate to say, you have the in gags, you have the shorthand, oh, things yeah. that just make you laugh. And I yeah. guess from the outside, that can be incredibly yeah. intimidating. And we've all been on the outside of that, even when it's, a, you know, even when it's not in a, you know, malicious way or anything yeah. that you just, you happen to be in a group of friends um, or with a group of friends and they've known each other for a long time and they've got all their little in stories and you do go a bit like, oh, okay, a bit awkward. Yeah, <laughs> yeah I think it's okay to have a clique but not be cliquey when yeah. there's outside Cliquey there. is a bad word. Clique is not a bad word. I think that we yes. need to reclaim clique. But I think this is interesting as well, Janet, in your, in your line of work, for example, being an actor, and I, obviously being on a show like Downton, you talked about for six years of your, your life, so you could argue that was a very tight 
Nick, well, yeah, Prost, I Nick, mean, we, we, yeah. We, we did become a clique, I but guess. Then, yeah, but know? I guess then, so say a new cast member would join, would yes. you then go out of your way to be extra welcoming? Yes. or Yeah, because Because people often used to say that about the Friends, the Friends cast, didn't they? They used to say that they were such, because obviously, notoriously, they were such a tight crew. But I, yeah. I mean, some people have done... Uh, interviews they actually said they found it quite intimidating and actually quite difficult because they were so close yeah. it was almost hard to, to penetrate that sort of inner sort of circle yeah. of these of this six of as, them as an actor you're always in that situation because you often you know I've been in the, in the opposite side of that before when I've like done an ep- one episode of something and the show's been running a long time and had both sides but like I remember doing an episode of um, The Royal Family and being so nervous oh about my it God. Oh, I loved yes. it so much oh. and I had the most fun week oh. ever i have never laughed until downton i've never laughed so much the royal family i forgot you were in that that's oh it, my god it was so amazing and Binge they were watch all it. so lovely ne- honestly last christmas i literally watched every single episode from the beginning all the it's way through so oh it? it's and, it, and weirdly it just doesn't date even though no. it's clearly dated it yeah. doesn't you know yeah, absolutely oh. but um and i've also had it on the other side where you know I've, I've done an episode of something and people were not interested in saying hello and and it's just not nice and you know I've I've had that early on and I always said to myself I will never be that person yeah. I, I I'm always a person that goes and introduce myself and yeah. because ultimately you want everyone's work to be good you want their work to be good your own work to be good and if people don't feel comfortable you're not giving them the chance to shine yeah. and you know and it also but you know ultimately like I said it doesn't cost anything to be, nice. <laughs> to be a bit nice manners to manners exactly. maketh a man and, like, and a woman exactly um, no because I always said in one of my first jobs and I, I keep trying to bring this back but it was one of the loveliest traditions in my first job any first day of a new person then email would go around saying, it's so-and-so's first day, there's a box of chocolates on their desk, go over, grab a chocolate and say hello. Oh, that's such a good idea. Basically, people, yeah, because people are always wanting chocolate and even <laughs> yeah. if they're not... I would, I'd be eating, I'd be so there all day. <laughs> even if their social skills aren't great, <laughs> they're still going to go, okay, I'll go and say hello because I can get chocolate. You yeah, know exactly. what I mean? And then it just breaks it the It forces ice. you so, to just sort of like, yeah, exactly. Let's bring else. that back. Let's take it nationwide, people. It's great idea. Right, so in summary, you can have a clique, just be a friendly one and an open one. Yes. An open door policy on your clique, yeah. I think. Yes. But not Cliquey. Not yeah. cliquey no, no, never. Well, to be honest, I think we've pretty much done it. That's it. We've set the world to rights. Good. Uh, I think the world is a m- much better place. I feel I feel that. Do you I feel mean, cleansed? Do you think I you've do, had a vegan I banquet? Do, I feel like I've had a lot of tofu. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Joe, it's been lovely to meet you. Lovely to uh, meet you. Lie is fantastic. Thank Good luck you. with the rest of it. And Thank we look forward much. to seeing Mary Shelley later in the year. Yeah, um, and meanwhile, do keep listening. Oh, and also keep buying the magazine. The new, new issue of Glamour is currently out now with a lovely Kate Winslet on the cover. There's she an was amazing, amazing. Feature. She was lovely. Helen did the interview. I did. I mean, she won't I say it, but I'll Kate say Winslet. she's lovely. I've never and, met her, but I love her. Well, Helen had a hilarious sort of FaceTiming episode with her. So you do buy the issue because it's very, very funny. But there's loads of great features in there. We've done a massive thing about um, the emergency services, the women working in our emergency services who are basically superheroes who don't wear capes. They are amazing. So do check out this feature in the new issue of Glamour, which is out now. Um, all that remains to be said is thank you, Helen Whitaker. Thank you. And thank you, Joe Froggart. Thank you very much. Bye-bye. Hey, it's Danny Pellegrino from Everything Iconic. Ready to upgrade your style game without blowing your budget? Check out Quince. They've got all the good stuff, shirts and polos, activewear and fine leather goods, all at 50 to 80% less than other high-end brands. And the best part? They're all about safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get that luxury vibe without the luxury price tag. Hit up quince.com slash upgrade for free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. That's quince.com slash upgrade. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. 
Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And it's all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash pack for free shipping and 365-day returns. Imagine the softest sheets you've ever felt. Now imagine them getting even softer over time. That's what you'll feel with and Branch's organic cotton sheets. In a recent customer survey, 96% replied that and Branch sheets get softer with every wash. Start getting your best night's sleep in these sheets that get softer and softer for years to come. Try their sheets with a 30-night guarantee. Plus get 15% off your first order at bowlandbranch.com. Code BUTTERY. Exclusions apply. See site for details.